How's it going, you imitators? Episode 64 with Alan Strickland Williams. This one was great. You guys are going to like it. We talked about comedy a lot. We talked about when he was on Conan. Um, we got into it, and it was awesome. <laughs> uh, go to facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Go to iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on. Just pause it for a second, rate, review, or, you know, finish listening to this episode and then rate or review and do like the stars and the, the uh, you know, spread the, spread the word, spread the good word about, uh, Yamatat, um, our apartment comedy show, um, the, the vision is being realized, um, the living room is looking really clear, so a comedy show can happen in there, um, <clears throat> don't have any announcements yet. Uh, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I'll have, um, a clear announcement. So look out for that. Um, my Twitter is at Dougathan. The show's Twitter is at Yamatat. And, uh, there's a donate button on PayPal if you guys feel so inclined at all. Uh, I would really appreciate it. Anything, anything would help. Um, just to show support for the show. Show support for the show. Yeah. All right, uh, uh, enough enough blather. Um, go ahead and yam it up now with me and Alan Strickland Williams. It's a setup right here, huh? It's already a little studio, but it works. What do you like to sit right there, I'm guessing? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll sit cool. here. It's kind of the captain's chair, kind of the helm. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> wow, this is crazy. What do you, do you, um, are you an editor, or what do you do? Um, you have like a crazy setup for, it seems like someone that works at home. Well, I used to write a lot of music, Uh huh. and so I would just use this to record on. Gotcha. Yeah, so I do layers and stuff and I recorded the theme song actually yeah yeah so it's cool. got piano guitar harmonica and singing cool yeah and I was awesome. like I was like it's short and sweet like uh, let's do this thing cool yeah so you were feeling a little under the weather I was I was just I just totally <laughs> slept through my alarm <laughs> it's a thing that happens all the time it's like why I became a comedian <laughs> It's funny, it's like 1 p.m. is like still early. Yeah, for me. to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like, yeah, last night was really good because I, I went to sleep kind of early, but... Is this recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's just like we just walk in and start recording. That's yeah. If so, okay. Um, let's see. What was I going to say? Oh, last night I just like... I, I mean, I didn't go to sleep super early, but I definitely just had a night where I was like... Okay, it's time to just go to bed. And I woke up so I woke up at like nine thirty and it was great. I've gotten a lot of shit done. Oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, usual so day. Yeah, usual day. You're you, like usually I'm up till two, mm-hmm. like easy. Like, I think I was up till like four or five. Yeah, like, and I do that literally every night, and yeah. usually drinking and doing some sort of drugs. <laughs> and it's just like yeah, after a while, that I'll just like take its toll. It's like, oh no, I can't schedule anything for eight. 
before yeah, 8 that, p.m. Because that, that <laughs> night, because I think that night, because if I remember correctly, I did a show. I did a really late show. I did a show that was supposed to be at 10.30 and even started later than that. Huh. And I did that, and then I went and hung out with my girlfriend, and we, like, probably just stayed up a little bit, like, smoking and hanging out. Yeah. And then... Yeah, it's just like too much. <laughs> it's like stay it's too late. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Oh no. It's a, it's alright. Um, all is forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got I just got into um the mar- the marijuana uh last year. Oh yeah? In November on Thanksgiving. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm thirty one now. Okay. What so what was like just never interested you? I mean, I stayed away from it for the longest time because I was just like, you know, indoctrinated as a child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of stuck a little bit. And I was just like... Where are you from? No, no. All over. Like, we, I was born in the Bay Area. And we moved to Reno, Tulsa, Santa Maria, Northern, you, uh, Northern Kentucky. Were you a military brat? Or no, what? no. Common question, though. My dad's a TV news producer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you'll move around a lot then. I just didn't know... Like military guy that was like, don't smoke weed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> TV producer, some like TV producer would be down with weed. I mean, probably. If he, <laughs> if he ever tried it, he'd probably love it. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But just like, yeah, that is interesting to me. It's such a generational thing. It's just like, and you know, I think we even are seeing that now. Like, there are some people like, I don't know. Like, it seemed like in the very past year. I'd always I'd heard about like ecstasy and Molly and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until the past year that I feel like I actually started seeing them, oh, like, like at parties or like, and then you know and I've done it I've I've never done ecstasy I guess but I mean I guess they're kind of the same thing but like but Molly is like the pure form Molly's of like the ecstasy pure, yeah it's like the better one or whatever I don't know but um, <laughs> but it's weird it, it's this thing that like for the longest time it's just like oh no 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 like I feel like people are just like no no no. And then, but then, like, out of nowhere, I'm just like, I see it everywhere. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so, like, kind of strange. Because it's something that I, you know, I'm 29, like, I guess last year I was 28. So, for 28 years of my life, it's something I'd never done. Stayed away from. Stayed away. Because you're like, no. Yeah, because it's just like, it's not something I'm going to seek out, yeah. at least. And um, and then it was there, and I was just like, oh, no, this is fine. <laughs> like, which is, I think, like, I think that's most drugs. It's like, oh, God. It's just like, oh, no, that's bad, that's bad. Then you do it, like, Oh, this is good. Like, this is fine. Like, I'm sure, like, when you smoked weed, you're like, oh, this is what people were wearing? I was like, uh, this is amazing. This is, good. <laughs> this is a good thing. Like, yeah, it's just so weird to me. It's so strange. <laughs> and my lower back pain went away. Like, yeah. immediately. I have, like, um, carpal tunnel that's, like, comes and goes, and when it when it's there, it's kind of bad. Yeah. And, um, and uh, it can be really bad, but... Yeah, it, ha- it helps. It definitely helps. It really like, does. And even, it was funny, I was even sick with strep. And um, usually when I'm sick, and uh, I'm, try- I'm trying real hard, I'm, I'm, I cannot say that I've quit smoking cigarettes because, because I smoked cigarettes. Because that would be a lie. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I, like, I used to be a chain smoker. Like, smoke, like, I would never smoke in the morning. I never had that urge to, like, have a cigarette right when I wake up. Mm-hmm. But, like, three, four hours into the day, um, it, it's, if I had a day, when I had a day job, I smoked less. If I left my own devices, I'm smoking probably two cigarettes an hour, 
easy. Whoa. And then when I'm out at night, like at a show, Wait, I'll just more. like really, really chain smoke. And so I've stopped doing that. And I got, and it's because I got strep. And um, I usually just smoke and drink and do everything through being sick. So I'm like, oh, it got me into this mess. Like, it's going to get me out. <laughs> but with strep, strep was like so, strep was so painful and bad. And I never got it as a kid. So oh, like, really? It was the first time I ever had it. And it felt so bad and so awful that um, I had to stop smoking, and I stopped smoking weed as well, and I started taking edibles. Yeah. And even we even weed edibles when you're sick with strep, it masked all the symptoms. It made my throat not hurt. Like, yeah. it really is truly a, a medicine, wonderful, a wonderful drug. Yeah. It's really like a drug. It's like really a wonderful thing. And. And it's just so crazy to me that, like, there's, even with weed, it's still, like, there's still definitely taboo, like, yeah. and I'm from Florida, which is, like, Florida's weird, because it's kind of, like, a, like, methy, like, anything goes state, but then it's also, <laughs> like, it's, a, like, you know, like, it's a bunch of, like, weird sleaze bags living in a swamp, like, they're there's very, gonna be drugs there. They're very method there. They're not, very, not with acting, just a lot just, of meth. Yeah, with the drugs. They're method, but they're drugs. Um... <laughs> But it's also conservative. So, like, there's also, like, people that I've grown up, that I grew up with that are just like, nah, I'll just never touch it. Mm. It's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Really? Because someone told you to? That's just crazy to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not going to do something just because someone said it's bad? Yeah. <laughs> that probably means it's really good. <laughs> probably means it's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, it's funny because um, I've, I've been telling people that like oh yeah I started and I was 30 or whatever and I feel like I'm trying to I'm trying to make this into a bit where it's like uh, yeah uh, it's like I discovered this amazing car uh-huh. that like never been touched before it rides amazingly uh-huh. and I'm telling people about it and they're like Doug that's an 87 Corolla <laughs> <laughs> we've all driven an 87 Corolla Doug that's my car <laughs> <laughs> Talking about my car. You're driving my You're car. Driving my car. I let you borrow my car. <laughs> I've been driving it for a really long time. There is something specifically about smoking on Thanksgiving that I love. Um, did you stay here? I'm guessing. Did no, you I was in. Thing? I was in San Diego, and I was with friends. So. Are you from San Diego? Uh, I lived. I lived there for the last like eight and a half years, and then oh, I moved shit. up here like eight months ago. I'm going there. I'm going down on Thursday. Actually, I'm doing. I'm featuring at the. American comedy. Okay, company. American comedy company. Um, it's a fun club. I don't know anyone really in San Diego anymore, but um, well, I know a few comics, but that's it. Uh, but anyway, did you come up from San Diego? No, not at oh, all. Okay. I I just oh, it's Florida. on my mind because I was like trying. I'm trying to figure out like an Airbnb or something or a <laughs> or a cheaper hotel. But anyway, yeah. um, something about smoking weed on Thanksgiving, especially in California, like. California is the first time I've ever done like friends. I guess I did it a little bit in college. Friends like, Thanksgiving. Friend, friend Thanksgiving. Yeah, and yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's just the fucking best. Yeah. And we do that. Um, I don't know if you know Barbara Gray, but Barbara Gray like, uh, like sure. she's been running one for a while, and like it's so much fun. She's a great comic, okay. and uh, it's so funny this time because, like, so many people brought weed. <laughs> so many people thought they'd be like cool for bringing weed, and it's like it's fucking California. It's for a bunch of comics. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. We have like so much weed, no ice. Like it's like it's a problem. No That's ice. California is. It's like 
everyone brings weed. There's no ice for any of the drinks. Um, so that's like my favorite thing is just to like get super stoned with friends on Thanksgiving and just like eat food. It's just like the fucking best. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh. I I started making um, little sandwiches out of. I take the roll, I get mashed potatoes, s- some uh, turkey, some oh, yeah. cranberry sauce, gravy in there. Oh, yeah, just Oof. get it all in there. Oof. Yeah. Some corn, I think, too. Yeah. yeah. I love Thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday, actually. It's because there's no. All you have to do is cook. Yep. And I don't mind cooking. I'm not. I'm not a good cook. Mm-hmm. I like. I'm not. It's not part of who I am. But. I've got, like, three things I can make that are really good. And it's, like, Thanksgiving, we were just, like, I can just make, like, baked macaroni and cheese that's, like, super buttery and awesome. Like, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, so, I liked it. I liked that aspect, and I did that completely high, like, before the meal. Like, I just got, like, super baked and, like, grated all this cheese. Like, it was fucking great. You got super baked, and then you super baked. And then I super baked. And then you just, like, go. There's no, you don't, it's not about gifts. Like, it's not about, like, God or anything. It's just, like, you're hanging out, you're eating. Having a good time, yeah. Do that. Like, get so drunk. Like, and it was fun, too, because it's, like, we're just a bunch of, like, you know, idiots. So it's, like, we eat, and we're getting drunk, and then it's, like, dance party. And then we have a dance party, and we're, like, we're way too tired to do a dance party. Let's, like, nap for a little bit. And, like, I think there were, like, three dance parties at Thanksgiving. Because it was, like, everyone only lasted, like, four songs. It was, yeah. like, all right, all right, we need to take a breather. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, it's just really fun. I love Thanksgiving. I can't wait. I'm, I'm just counting down. Yeah. Oh, pumpkin pie? Oof. Forget Oof. about it. I love pumpkin pie. I really do. There's, like, two desserts I like. It's, like, pumpkin pie and tiramisu. Mm. And, like, pumpkin pie, you only get it then. And then tiramisu, you know. Is it here and there? It's here and there, yeah. There we go. doesn't really let you know when it's coming to town. It's kind of like the McRib. It just shows up. Tiramisu is back! It's back. It's like, why? Is there tiramisu? Supply? Mm. So how long have you been doing comedy now? Um, Almost. Let's see, I started... I really got into it, like, really started doing a it. A couple days ago? A couple of days ago. <laughs> you know, I really, I, you know what, I'm gonna start getting serious about it in, about, in a few weeks. I feel like I'm still sort of waiting in there just seeing, just seeing how it is. I don't know if I like it. I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not in love. Yet. So just dipping your toes in. I'm just bit. taking it. I'm not. A, I'm not a. I'm not a dive in guy. I'm not a dive in guy. I gotta wait in. Um, but yeah, I I um I started basically at the very end of I think 2009, December 2009. I got fired, and I'd done it before that. I'd done it before that, but from like, like a day job, day job. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had another day job after, but mm-hmm. that was when, like, I had, I got on unemployment, yeah. I had nothing going on, yep. and that's when I really, like, started shoveling energy into it, more so than just, like, well, we'll just try it. Like, I'll just see if these are funny. <laughs> then it was like, okay, I'm going to mics every night. I'm, like, going to shows, I'm meeting people. Yeah. And, like, 
And that's, you know, that's at the beginning, and then you, like, meet everybody, and then it's, like, you're... Then pretty... Now it's kind of the point where... Because I didn't move here to do comedy or anything. Like, I moved here for a job. And, um... What was the job? It was just... It was doing... I worked for the promotions department for this really obscure, weird, like, department at NBC Mm -hmm. that put TV on cell phones. Like, so it's, like, I scheduled... NBC promos <laughs> during these speeds. And I got hired, it was the summer of 2008, it was for the Beijing TV, Olympics. TV on cell phones, do you mean like, um, so Sprint has like Sprint TV and like T-Mobile has like... I think so, yeah. Okay. I think that must have been what it was. Okay. I don't even know if it's this department still exists. <laughs> like, was, this was year, this was 2008. Okay. Um, well, probably but, not, uh, probably not then. Yeah, like, they, because they weren't... This is, like, kind of pre-smartphones. This is, like, before smartphones were, like, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, some people had them, they were... Yeah, because yeah. I don't even think I had... I don't think I got an iPhone until, like, 2009, 2010. Yeah. Like, I could be wrong about that, but I, I I, don't think I had one in college. That would have been, like, 2008. Yeah, I think I didn't get my smartphone till First smartphone until, like, 2009 or 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's around then. So... So anyway, yeah, that's what I did, and then, and then you know, now, like, everything I do is connected to comedy. Yeah. Every friend, like, I, I still have a few friends that I met, and then I transitioned into working, like, in the entertainment industry as an assistant and stuff, mm-hmm. and then I worked in radio for a while, but really, like, oh, everyone get, I know is through. How'd, how'd you get fired from your job? Um, I was bad at it. Like, I was just bad at it. I got so like I was I was good at I was okay at like at at that stuff like assistant I was okay at it and like people liked me, but and I really don't I was a bad assistant for these two bosses, mm-hmm. but I also think that the job was just Dumb. not what yeah. it it was not it was it was way more intense than it was advertised as okay and it was like. I was basically, basically what happened was they were trying to save money and they hired one assistant for two. They acted like they were similar departments, but that's just because the offices were next to each other. Like they were not like similar. So it wasn't a lot of crossover work. And it's like, you're basically catering to like two. It was like having, it was basically like having two jobs, but at the same desk. Yeah. Cause they didn't communicate with each other. So they didn't know how much they would get like. It was pretty awful. You were wearing a lot of hats. I was wearing a lot of hats, and I was wearing bad hats. And I didn't look good in the hats. The hats made me look bad. So they said, we're one taking f- away your hats. One was a fedora, and one was one like... One was a fedora, and one was a... The big-ass uh, visor thing. Oh, yeah, 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 like a key truck and baseball cap. Yeah. Um, and they looked ridiculous, right? And I couldn't pull them off. So they they were nice they were nice too they were like good people I don't I don't harbor I mean they probably don't even fucking remember that yeah. I exist but um I don't harbor like any ill will at all I was like to be honest I probably kind of wanted to get fired or wanted to not be there yeah and um and they set it up nice so that like I got that technically got I was employment. let go right yeah. like I was let go that's cool and um, to do. that was very cool of them to do and. I actually should reach out to them because I remember one of them, one of the bosses was really nice. She was like, you know, you need to just be on unemployment and figure out, like, she, she was like, if you want to do this comedy thing, you got to do that. That's and, awesome. And I kind of want to be like, oh, I'm kind of doing it now. But anyway, <laughs> I'm talking to her like years, so that'd be stupid. But um, yeah, it was like totally, it was so ridiculous. It was just like, 
And anyway, that's when I started, you know, diving in. Yeah. And, so, and I think even after that point, I think I quit, like, a few times. Like, because I'm, like, a, I was, like, a little bitch, like, when I first started, like, <laughs> a little brat, just, like, fuck this, no one gets me, I'm over it, I don't need this shit in my life. And then it's like, well, like, you have nothing in your life, so yeah, you do. Uh, so, I, you know, like, I would go back. But, um, I mean, after maybe, like... I think it was maybe like eight or nine months into that first, like after I got fired, and I was like, ah, this is really, I'm kind of just on autopilot now. Yeah. And it's been like that ever since. That's awesome. So do you usually go up like every night or it's, now, now it's more like gigs and stuff? And... It's pretty, it's pretty regular. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it still comes and goes like there are some week, there, there are some, st- like Saturday, this past Saturday was mm-hmm. the first day. And I cannot I, I cannot remember probably since the holidays when I didn't have something I didn't have oh. something at night and then like you know now it's like days you have things like writing meetings or like you know like me production companies are like that's sort with of IFC like, and stuff for stuff. women and, yeah, yeah exactly so it's like there's stuff going on the day usually there is a show or we have a late writing meeting or something at night and Saturday was the first day I was like, oh, I don't have anything planned. And you were like, wow. And I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty busy. And, and even if I don't have a show, I usually will go to a friend's show or a show that I haven't been to in a while. Because, yeah. like, I like doing that because it, I, I, I like comedy. Like, I like to be at a show. Yeah. I don't need to have the attention. Like, I like being in the back laughing. Yeah. Like, not worry, because I, I worry about going on stage. I want to go on stage and have it be great, and then when I'm done, it, it's fine, I can chill, but I love going to a friend, like, like oh, my buddy's on that show, I haven't been on that show in a while, I'll just go check it out. Yeah. It's so much fun. I just did that last night, I, I had a show, and then I went, it was right near Power Violence, and so I walked down to Power Violence, and What's I that? had, you haven't been to Power, Power Violence? Oh, man. Providence is so much fun. It's Another like, comedy show? Yeah, it's one of the longest running shows in town. It's <clears throat> these guys, Whitmer, Thomas, Bud, Diaz, Clay Tatum, um, and they do this live show, and they have this animated show called Stone Quackers that's on now. <laughs> They're really funny guys. have been doing it for a while. It's like on that little strip on Santa Monica where like there's a bunch of acting, like the complex area yeah. like, right there. yeah. And um, there's a Black Box Theater weekly show. I haven't been in a while. And they're just, like, they're fun. They're, like, jackass but funny comedians, too. Like, they do weird stunts okay. and, like, stoop- and like show skateboard videos <laughs> and, like, just play loud rock and roll and, yeah. like, throw toilet paper in the audience like, at the beginning of the show. Like, that, that's, like, the vibe of the show. So it's super fun. And I went and I just, like, was drinking a beer in the back and, like, laughing. And it was just, like, so much fun because, like, you do that and then you don't get... I feel like doing that makes me less bitter because otherwise I'm going to get bitter and like, well, like if you only do your own shit, it just makes you so like close minded to yourself. It can get you in your head and like, yeah. yeah. And then you're, and then all you're preoccupied with is like, well, how am I doing? Like, what do I have enough shows? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I just hate dealing with that type of like, because once I start thinking like that, it's very hard for me to break out of it. Yeah. So I really have to work to to like have fun and like be in a good headspace. This is like what I have to do. Yeah. That's hard, but it's 
I, I love laughing. Like, I love going to a show Same. and just laughing. Like, <laughs> I don't care if, like, I don't have to be, I don't have to be <clears throat> on the stage. I don't have to be, like, known as a comedian. Like, I love just being in a crowd laughing at people. And, like, yeah. I love telling people afterwards, like, oh, that's a really funny joke. I don't I know, care yeah. if they fucking know me at all. Like, it's just, like, it's fun. Because it's, cool. it's also, like, as a, as a comic who's heard that before, like, you know how much you appreciate mm-hmm. it. And then, yeah, telling them, then they're like, oh, thanks. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I just, it's fun. It keeps you, anything that keeps me... Grounded. Uh, enthousi- grounded and enthusiastic. Yeah. Because when I, I was so miserable for so much of my life because I didn't have, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then when I started doing this and really getting into it, I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. A lot of people don't ever realize that. A yeah. lot of people never have that in their life. So it's like... Oh well, now that I know what I want to do. I want to. I want to do it well. I want to like do it well. I want to be good at yeah. it, and I don't ever want it to sour. And it probably will. Like I think it's kind of impossible to say that like, <laughs> things will always be good. You'll always it'll probably like, get old. Probably get old. Well, like I mean, really, I'm like five and a half, six years old at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I bet it, after ten years of doing, I mean. Because it's the same shit over and over and over. Like, it really, it, like, yeah. that's why it's, like, it's so fun to do shows that are, like, in some weird store. Or, like, <laughs> just, like, they're different in some way because it's at least not just, like, another show yeah. in, you know, a bar where, yeah. like, the TV's on or whatever. Yeah. And people are distracted. And... That's, like, 90 per- Like, I, I would say probably 95... Ugh, that's just the funny thing about comedy. 95% of it is just fucking bad. It's just terrible. <laughs> yeah. The comics are bad. The shows are bad. The audiences are bad. But you do, you put up with all that because 5% of it is fucking tight. Yeah. Like 5% of it is like a festival where like there's tons of drugs and like everyone's best friends and then you like flow down a river the next day. Or like you get paid or like you get to do TV or like whatever. But 95% of it is just like, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks and also it was pointless. Yeah. Like no one's going to remember anything from this. But uh, you know, that's the way it is so it's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I ran a comedy show out of my apartment in San Diego when I before I moved up here mm-hmm. for nine months, and then I was like, "This is fucking awesome! I'm gonna bring it back when I come to LA." And just having moved into this place a week ago, now things are like getting a little more settled. I think. Oh, you I'll, just moved in here. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I think I want to start the comedy show again, um, like for April. Uh huh. And it'd be in the living room there. Uh-huh. And I have chairs, and I've got a mic, and I've got uh-huh. an amp, and I've got a spotlight, and so that's all you need. House party show. Those yeah. are fun. Yeah. I like those. Once once a week, man. Yeah. And I want it to be a booked thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you can get really, really good sets out of, like, a booked show, and if it's, like, an open mic instead, then, eh get hit or miss <laughs> yeah, I, I think like I don't know I never really understood the like I never understand understood having an open mic as if it were a show because it's just not a show like that's yeah. the, the whole point of doing an open mic is so you don't at least for me like a lot of people complain about LA because there's not a lot of open mics where you can have like real audience members mm-hmm. but for me open mics aren't even trying to find out if the jokes are good or not because it's like I can almost tell if I say, if I say it and it sounds to me like one of my jokes yeah. I'm like that probably is gonna work <laughs> yeah. like, that's probably fine what I need it what I need open mics more for is just going up and not giving a shit yeah 
Like, and that, like, at a book show, I'm going to give a shit. Like, yeah. even if I'm, like, messing around or something, it's like, I genuinely want everyone to have a good time. And I know, Mike, I don't give a fuck if anyone has a good time. <laughs> like, I just don't. Like, it's not my job to make sure you have a good time at an open mic. And so, but there it's are... It's your job. But that's your job. No, it's your, it's on you. Like, it's on, if I'm at an open mic, it's on me to enjoy myself. Because open yeah. mics are terrible. And I don't expect... The person that's doing stand for the first time to make me laugh, like that's that's a ridiculous problem. Like, yeah. like that's the downside of LA open mics is because it's all comedians usually. Yeah, and comedians are really bad audiences. Like, mm-hmm. because they only like, because it's it's arms crossed it's and arms make crossed. me laugh, funny man. Well, and also it's like it's just like oh, like they won't laugh at things that sound like jokes. But regular audiences will because regular audiences are like, ah, oh, that's funny. But comics are like, oh, I see what you did there, blah. blah. And, <laughs> and then the only thing comedians will laugh at is stuff that's like profoundly stupid or really dark and mean, which yeah. are, most audiences won't really go for. Yeah. They'll go for silly stuff, but usually not like crazy dark stuff. Um, so it's like you're literally the worst audience in the world. You're not helping me. So I'm just not gonna give a fuck about what you guys do, and I'm just like I'm gonna go on like my gut and just I need like personally I need to be on stage. I need stage time because I get rusty real fast. Yeah. If I don't have shows for a while, I I'm not a very naturally stage presence person, like yeah. charismatic person. I have to work on that and mm-hmm. open mics help me most with that more so than writing or anything yeah so that's why i like i still try to go to like what open mic a week at least just to like have that moment of like those three minutes of literally not giving because <laughs> that it's like cathartic you just need it I don't yeah. know. do you do when you get up there for the open mic do you are you just like all right i got some shit i gotta talk about <laughs> kind of, like, I, like still i use a notepad like and if I, if I do a book show where I want to train new stuff, I'll use a notepad. But, like, I go up and I do not give a lot of effort and I just, like, read whatever I have written in my, in my pad because it's, like, I'm not going to try to sell this to you yet. It's, like, not... I, a, I don't even know if it's sellable. Yeah. But then, B, it's just, like, just, I just need to get through it. Like, it's all... It's more... For, Open mics, I just feel like, are more for the performer. But, you know, I bet other people feel the exact opposite. They probably are like, oh, open mics are really where I, like, find out what material works. and then. But for me, it's just like, I'll tell jokes that don't work. Like, I don't care if, like, <laughs> like if I want to tell the joke, I want to tell the joke. Like, I want to have a good time, but it's like, I, I don't know. It's like, there's no point of doing it if, like, all you're doing is, uh, you got to please yourself a little bit, is all, yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I think that's the crazy thing I think oh, so you did Conan right mm-hmm. how awesome was that like tell it me was awesome tell me about that it was great it was like truly tell certain. us tell all the listeners it was, too it was um, it was without a doubt the most surreal moment of my comedy life yeah one of really really high up there just surreal moments of my entire life national right? Yeah, like the like the whole like international big, like big people screen. people in all no, over the world can go online and like there check was, it out. I, the only I got it's funny I got two emails after it from people that saw it. One of them was really really sweet. It was from someone that was actually in the audience. Oh wow! That was there on their like one year wedding anniversary, hmm. and they just sent a nice message that was like, "We saw you on Conan." 
we were celebrating our one year anniversary. It was so funny. Thank you for being a part of it or whatever. And mm. I was like, that's just so sweet. Thank you. Mm. And then the other email I got was from um, a, a fan in a new fan, I guess, in Italy who had seen it what? on Italian like TV or whatever. <laughs> and like, and then found me and like reached out. And they're out. like, molto belle. And I was like, ciao. Like Sorry, it, Italian fan. Yeah. That was. <laughs> Ciao, bella. Um, but, and she, and, you know, that's cool too because it's like, oh, hi, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's super weird. That's yeah. obviously weird. The whole thing is just super surreal and weird, but, but obviously awesome. But the whole thing, like, I didn't begin to process it until like two days after it happened because it was so just like. I basically, like, remember what was happening leading up to it like hanging out in the green room is cool I, I invite excuse me I invited a bunch of um, people I started at open mics with yeah so it felt really normal I knew some people that worked on the show like I've worked on shows before I used to be an NBC page too oh so like <laughs> I used to I worked on Conan's Tonight Show when he had the Tonight Show like I would oh, see wow. the audience and stuff and like you know do different tasks and, and so you were Kenneth I was Kenneth yeah I was Kenneth <laughs> and uh I was exactly Kenneth. I gave tours in Burbank and, like, did all that stuff. And, um, and, yeah, like, I, getting, like, taken to the green room was so cool. And we were just hanging out, like, eating the food and, like, whatever. And, and that was all fine. I wasn't nervous. And then it was, like, right when, like, the stagehand got, when it, like, when I was, like, oh, this is actually happening. Because I was, like, maybe it'll run over time. Like, maybe, you know. Yeah. And right when they, like, brought me out and gave me the microphone and, like, stood me in front of the curtain, I was, like, Holy shit. And then I kind of like... Game time. I kind of like game time. And kind of like it was a weird like out of body. Yeah. But like watching it thing. And I remember tell I remember talking and feeling myself going a little fast. And just like in my head being like, take a breath. Mm-hmm. And I just took a breath. And then everything was fine. And I then I heard like them laughing. And then he was there. And then it was like, I was just kind of like looking at him. Yeah. And then everyone was like really nice afterwards. And we like got a drink and then I and then I like literally went to my apartment just to sit because I just felt like I was feeling yeah. like a rocket ship or something yeah. so I just kind of like sat for a while <laughs> I think I might have meditated and then we had like and then I like just started smoking tons of weed <laughs> to calm down and then there was like a viewing party and that was like totally, that was surreal just because so many people showed up and were so nice and complimentary and yeah. and watching it I was laughing and I wasn't like, oh, I'm, I think I'm so funny. I was like, this is absurd. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, that's me. Like, it's so weird. Um, so yeah, it was like, it was, it was awesome. It was a huge thrill. And then, you know, I was like depressed after it because like, it was like You're such like, a well, high, you know? There's nothing else. There's nothing else. Um, but then, you know, that passes. And from people I talk to, they're like, that's completely natural, so I don't feel too bad about that. Yeah. And then, um, and yeah, like, ever since then, it's just, like, it's something I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened. That really, that really happened. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, what, like, a, a few months ago? Like a... November 12th, I think. So, yeah. Not too long ago. Yeah. yeah. Not even, not too long ago. Not even six months ago. Just yesterday. <laughs> Check it out. You're Check on it out. Conan right now. I'm on. <laughs> I signed a deal. I'm on every night. I'm Conan. 
Not even warm up. Just I'm Conan. <laughs> I'm the Conan now. Conan, Conan got tired, so I was like, I'll be Conan. He handed over the reins. <laughs> I want to know who gets Conan next. <laughs> Who's inheriting Dude, that would be so funny if, like, after so much time, he's like, think I'm ready to hand over the reins, and then they, the show is still called Conan. Still called Conan. <laughs> I actually just realized how fucking awesome it is that his show is called Conan. Yeah. That's so much cooler than, than The Tonight Show. Yeah. The show is named after you. No one can take over yeah. that show now. That's so great. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. Conan. Yeah. That's great, man. That's so cool. He is... That the my favorite part of the whole thing actually was watching, um, go, going into the green room and just turning on the TV and it's just cued to the rehearsal feed, so we're you're just watching mm-hmm. Conan and Andy do banter and do stuff banter and... run through the bits. Mm-hmm. Conan's got a guitar the whole time that he's kind of fiddling with, <laughs> well, and, and it's interesting because I'm a page, so that means I worked I worked on Jay Leno's Tonight Show, yeah, and I worked on Conan's but I never really got to see too much of Conan's but Leno you would sit in on rehearsals sometimes and they lasted maybe seven minutes and also I will say this I do not I obviously I, I think I don't think Jay Leno's the funniest dude mm-hmm. yeah. but and I think he is kind of business like he can be you know kind of crafty he was very nice he was very nice to people yeah. he like knew your name he would say your name stuff like that he was a very nice guy um but man, he would just run through that rehearsal. He didn't give a fuck. He would just show up. They run through the jokes. He's like, good, 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 and then he's backstage. Conan is like in it. Like the writers are off to the side, yeah. and he's like, well, maybe we should change that word. Or like maybe let's let's reword it because like then the punch is harder at the end. Oh, and then like cool. Andy's like throwing stuff in because he's got a real writer's mind too. He's got a writer's mind, and yeah. that watching that was my favorite thing oh, of the whole man. experience. It's just like. He is, like, super involved with every single joke in his show. That's, like, the dream. That is what you want. And then I was like, I'm so glad I'm doing stand-up on his show. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm so glad that, like, I get to tell my jokes on this show. Because this is a joke show. This is, like, an absurd, <laughs> yeah. like, we do comedy show. It's not just, like, oh, I did not have sexual relations with that. It's, it's not that kind of, it's like... Whoa, whoa. That's that was a great impression. <laughs> oh, that was my George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> that was your Ross Perot. Sexual re- relationships. <laughs> trying to think of the way you would fuck up saying that. I'd be like, didn't have sexual congress. <laughs> sexual congress. Okay. What does... Sexual what interchange. Is, what is the definition of is? <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually know. No, if you have sexual interchange with someone, you know that you're changing back and forth. <laughs> I, I change, you change. We all change. Yeah, but we must stay the course. But we must stay the course. <laughs> stay the course. Stay the intercourse. I miss that guy, man. I just, I'm, stay the intercourse. <laughs> I, was, I know that guy was bad, but I do miss it. He was just such a good... He was such a good American president. He was so American. He was like... You gotta do something. It's just like, you gotta get down there. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm, way, I'm a way bigger fan of Obama. Yeah. But it's like, Obama's just like, it's like, dude, man, you don't need to be president. You're so much cooler than being president. Like, 
you you're so smart and so cool. Like, why are you lowering yourself with the presidency? Like, give the presidency some dumbass. Like, some dumbass needs to be president. They're just, they're just get in there, you know. <laughs> It's like you're a mascot of America. Like, you should be dumb. Yep. We are dumb. We're yeah. a dumb country. We're pretty dumb. Barack Obama is awesome, but he does not indicate the rest of America at all. <laughs> we need a dumbass. Yeah. I don't actually believe that. <laughs> um, so, for work, for work now, you do, like, comedy for work? Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's like not... Um, I still, every once in a while, have to do weird odd job shit but it's getting less and less and what's just happening more is just like random weird jobs come up through comedy mm-hmm. and they're like maybe weird little acting or like weird little writing like one off things but yeah. so far it's been paying enough and um yeah hopefully like it's just it, that, that's kind of the thing that's so interesting about the Conan thing is cause it's like it's a very clear demarcation in my comedy career, quote unquote, up until that point yeah. and after it because I and I even felt that happening while I was on stage. I was like, now it's actually starting. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been doing it for about five years. Now it's actually starting. Now it's a job. Now I'm like a comedian because yeah. I did it yeah. on TV and people saw it. <laughs> and so now it's like, oh, fuck. Now I really have to like do this. Um, and so it's interesting, too, because now it's like comedy's more job-like to the point where it's like, oh, I wish I could call in sick today. I don't want to go do this. But whereas, Which is just so crazy to me. But it's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's going to be really interesting. And like... You know, you just do it more, and, and you do longer sets, and you do, like, I'm starting to do more clubs, and mm-hmm. it's it's interesting, it's different. It's like, it feels a lot like starting over, actually, because it's like... Because it's a different it's step. It's a different ballgame. Yeah. yeah. And it's not one that I really gave a shit at all <laughs> about pursuing before now. Like, a lot of my friends... Before right now. Before, like, this phase in, like, my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, like, <laughs> before I met you. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people I know were really good about that, like, and really, you know, and, like, a lot of people were, like, oh, way smarter than me about how they do shit. Like, my friends, like, Dave, you know, like, Dave Ross, yeah. like, like, one thing I really have always respected about Dave, um, you know, he's a funny comic and everything, but he also just, like, takes it on his own to do shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, he put it together, like, he's put together so many tours for himself. So now Dave, like, no problem can do an hour. Yeah. I can't. Like, I, like, I, like, not yet. Like, maybe, like, soon I'm working towards it. But it's just, like, that's something I really and consciously focused on. It's like, I want a killer seven minutes. Like, that's what I want. I want, like, just a great, like, joke after joke after joke. Yeah. And... Obviously, I'm glad I did that because I do think that that helped me get on, like, Conan or whatever. Yeah. But also, it it's like, well, I should have probably hit the road a little bit more. And, like, because mm-hmm. now I'm doing the thing where it's, like, learning how to interact with crowds and, like, squeeze five minutes out here and there and just, like, yeah. you know, I, I, I was so, you know, and I like to be so, like, you know, like, here are the jokes. Bam, 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 bam. But... 
you can't do that for a long set. Yeah. Like people want to, the people want you to fuck around a little bit. They yeah. want to be fucked with. You get bored. You want to fuck with them. Or you want to be <laughs> fucked with a little bit. It's kind of weird. It's like there's this whole aspect of like a set longer than like say longer than like 10 minutes i would say 10 minutes you can have a good just solid 10 you minutes. don't really have yeah. to deal with the audience if you don't want to yeah but even if you're doing like a 12 minute set like something happens where you're just like i just want to break the tension and talk about this weird thing or like i just want to like dig a hole for myself for no reason so yeah. I, get out of it. Like, I, I don't know why that happens but i think it is just kind of like I don't know, it's like, it's fun to just deliver the hits, like, it's really fun, Yeah. but it's also fun to, like, just fuck, fuck shit up, yeah. right? just fuck it up and see what happens, because it's like, who cares, yeah. and also it's like, really, yeah, that's great when you just have a great show, and it's just like, oh man, like, a good work, hey, <laughs> plus, <laughs> but sometimes you want to, like, get a fucking C... Because you wrote something down dumb. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you want to just, like, fuck something up. I don't know. It's just, it's mm-hmm. weird. Or you're like, this is brand new. I've never said it out loud. I'm yeah, going to do you, it. You want to do, you want to try new stuff just to see. And then you want to comment on it and let them know that, like, <laughs> you guys are right. Like, you know, that sort of stuff. But, like. Yeah. Especially when you do, if if a joke bombs, you have to, you got to address it. You have I, to. I just, like, bring the audience in because then it's, like, that, like, that makes me laugh because, like. Audiences can be funny. Yeah. Audiences can like be funny if they're like if they're working together. Like I did the show last night that was kind of weird because it was like a screening and then an after party and then comedy and a pole dancing thing. And so, so it's like <laughs> all this stuff's going on. But and, and they were kind of rowdy and, and a little drunk by the time the comedy started. But it was it was basically good. They were a little loud, but it was like it was basically fine. And um, but by the end, they were kind of, like, all working together, and it was really, there's a really fun back and forth going on, yeah. and, um, and, and, like, I told some joke that has been doing really well that got, like, a groan from everybody, <laughs> and I was gonna end on it, and I was just like, well, I was gonna end on that, but I can't, because you fucked it up. Like, I, I was gonna tell them, like, how they fucked it up, but I was like, you guys gotta, like, really, like like love it like yeah. love it at the end yeah. and then I kind of like I was like so I can't end that so just give me some and I just kind of thought about it and I was like those are the only jokes that have ever been written and then everyone was just like yeah I was like and that made me laugh because I was like yes you're doing your and I was like alright good job I'm out like it was just so like I love that yeah. that's like when you can whip people into doing something or like a frenzy yeah. or like I I don't know I just think that's really fun yeah because then it's like, because otherwise it is, sometimes I do wish that it was like, there's, there are definitely times that I'm like, I wish you didn't need an audience for stand-up. <laughs> I wish you could just go up on an empty stage and just tell jokes. But for I the did most that one part, time. <laughs> it's just fun. I, I, like, if I could just, like, tape my own laughter laughing at my jokes, <laughs> that would be great. As like, your own laugh track? Yeah. <laughs> and then just like go sit down in a chair and laugh and then come back up and tell the next joke um, but but it, it's really fun when the audience will like I don't know when you just like like that's like a more special moment mm-hmm. like that's just fun and it's like yeah I don't know every once in a while you just want to do that just to like have just for it to be refreshing yeah when I when I did it it was for the the weekly comedy show I was throwing 
North San Diego County, and, like, North San Diego County is kind of a nebulous area, because you're, like, 40 minutes south of Irvine, which is kind of, there's some uh, clubs up there and mm. whatever, and then 40 minutes, or you're 40 minutes north of um, San Diego, which is, like, where more mics happen and more mm. people live who sure. do comedy. And, uh, so, well, yeah, one night no one showed up, uh-huh. and there was chairs and I had everything else set up, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna just gonna f- do it. I'm gonna film this. I'm gonna do it like I'm doing it for the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like, ten minutes in, I did, like, 25 minutes. <laughs> but, Holy shit. Yeah. But, and it wasn't, like, tight or anything, but I, um, it was fun, though. And then, like, ten minutes in, I realized that our one of our neighbors, he's, like, this Mexican dude, and he... Um, He's got some broken English, and, like, he's not the best at communicating because Mm. of that, and I noticed, um, a cigarette, uh, the ash, or whatever, the, um... The smoke? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. From the, from the garage, so he, I had, I noticed that he had been watching the whole time, Uh but I didn't address it. (laughs) So he was in the room? It was, uh, so the way it was set up was the carport. behind you? It was the carport of the, uh, apartments, and he was, like, sitting in the dark, Oh, that's funny. Of the carport, yeah. And I was like, huh. <laughs> that's, that's like even creepier. That's great. There's um, there's a guy named Ian Abramson who's really funny. And he does this thing. I'm, I might fuck up the name. It's called like Purgatory Sessions or something like that. Okay. And it's on YouTube and it's really great. It's a great idea. It's like there's a room um, of audience there's a, there's a room full of audience members and a screen. Yeah. And then there's a room that's, like, hidden and secured. Yeah. And in there, there's a comedian wearing, like, like earphones, ear, earphones or, uh, or ear, earmuffs so they can't hear anything. Oh, okay, okay. And they have the microphone. Oh. And the audience watches them in a room alone do their set. <laughs> so... There's just no, and so then, then he posts it online and does it like a split screen thing, I think, where it's like, you see the, you see the person. I think I've heard of this. Like in the booth and then you see the crowd reaction and the crowd laughs. Yeah. Like the crowd laughs and the, and the person has no idea how they're doing. And does the the person see the crowd? Is there a screen for them? No, no, no. They don't see anything. They're just saying it into a void. <laughs> and I, I think it's just such a great idea. Yeah. Like, I want to do that. Um, but uh, I love stuff like that. I love fucking with stuff like like. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, do you have to do the same thing every time? Like, they have to be right in front of you. Like, <laughs> like, you Why know, can't I like, be upside down and they're all like, in water? Yeah, just chop it up a little bit. <laughs> Mix it up. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I, I, think I maybe stumbled upon that on YouTube one time. Yeah, they're really great to watch. And especially seeing how different comics, like, hit or or whatever, like, he was saying that one-liners typically do pretty well, and, like, because they're... And and that makes sense to me, because, like, so many times, like, and even still every once in a while, it's like people just don't even get what you're doing. Like, they don't get that you're telling just, like, short jokes. Yeah. And it's just like you're literally talking to no one. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I've done that. I did that for, like, a year. I could talk like, to year no and a half. I, I mean, that's why I started saying, like, I did it on Conan. I don't really do it much anymore because I'm doing, like, longer sets and trying to fuck around more. But, like, I saying how many jokes I'm going to tell. 
because people didn't fucking get what I was doing. And I was like, really? You don't understand? So I'd be like, here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then, so then that would maybe like, people would be like, what? Weird. But then after the first joke, they'd be like, oh, he's telling short jokes. I get it now. <laughs> so then I kept doing it because it worked and I thought it was like also kind of like a clever, funny, like, yeah, thing. yeah. Um, and, and no, I never heard anyone done that before, and I still haven't really heard of anyone doing that, so I think, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just so, like, it's like, really? like And I, it's funny, too, I was also talking to Dave. Dave told me one time, he was like, I don't think you realize how crazy you look when you go on stage. Because, like, <laughs> my guy wearing, like, a blazer and a tie, yeah. that looked better than everyone, most likely, in the crowd. <laughs> and I go up and I say... And it's Alex Chagorms when I tell you blank jokes. And then I just do that. And I don't, and he's like, that's crazy. No one else does that. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that's kind of weird. But to me, it like, to me, it's like, it makes total sense. Like, I like, I love like Mitch Hedberg and like, yeah. Zach Galifianakis like tells mm-hmm. basically one-liners. Yeah. And like, Dimitri Martin, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of always what I've, uh, Stephen Wright. Stephen you know, Wright, yeah. But, but they, you know, like it just... They had their own things that they did too that like made it kind of make sense, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Um, what are what are some other comedy goals that you have? Like you you hit Conan, so I hit the late big night. time. That was really cool. <laughs> I really wanted to do late night yeah. like that because late like I'm I didn't start as a comedy nerd like really like yeah. I became one. Um, more and more through doing it. Yeah. But I, I kind of, especially with stand-up, I was more into, um, I did sketch in college, so, like, I loved, like, Mr. Show. Like, Mr. Show, like, mm-hmm. I would, like, geek out on Mr. Show and stuff like that. But I didn't really know that much about stand-up. I didn't, I also never really liked, like, the greats that people really taught. Like, I've Richard never... Pryor. Yeah, like, I've never really gotten into Pryor, um... I've always liked more like I ne I I'm I feel like it's almost like a hipster thing to say that I never liked Bill Cosby now that he's <laughs> but I, I didn't even as a kid You're I was so edgy like, man. Yeah, I know. I'm like no, I'm so cool, I'm so cool, like I'm so fucking cool, I hate fucking anything that it, that anyone else likes I fucking think is stupid. <laughs> Cosby yeah. sucks. Um, but I never really liked Bill Cosby. I like I, I and that's what it's funny because I just named two black comics. Like I think all comedy was black until I started. Um, <laughs> no, but like just like like even Carlin. Like I've gotten more into these these people over time, and I can appreciate yeah. them more. But like yeah. Carl, like Robin Williams, like that stuff was like kind of just it didn't really hit for me. It wasn't until way later that I found like Stephen Wright and like. Dan Mintz and like mm-hmm. Mitch Hedberg that I was like these guys they like resonated. that's really funny yeah like I want to do I, could, I can do that I think I can do that mm-hmm. I could like stories like things about your kids I don't give a fuck <laughs> and uh I just like legitimately I'm just like I don't give a shit what you're talking about um and uh so so yeah so so and a lot of that I got from watching Late Night like, mm-hmm. late night is how, like, I saw a lot of those guys, because they want people that can tell, like, jokes on, on TV. Yeah. So that was, a, that was a huge deal. I felt really cool. I felt, I felt really proud of myself that I did that, and, that, and I was really happy with how it turned out. So now, like, well, I'm in the sketch group Women, which mm-hmm. is um, some other stand-ups. Uh, we formed a group, and so we, and we each do stand-up. Pat doesn't really do stand-up anymore, but... 
Pat's like a super successful director and editor. Um, <laughs> and so we're all doing we're all doing individually well, and we're trying to basically sell a show. Like yeah. we're trying to make more stuff. Obviously, we always want to make more stuff on our own or with people that will give us money. Like we're doing some for IFC. Yeah, we just did a. Well, technically, it wasn't really women, but we all did a thing for Comedy Central. Okay. Like we just shot something on Friday just for their digital thing, too. And um, we're trying to do that, trying to get out there more and more. But um, really, we want to we wanna make a TV show. And so yeah. recently, we've been going on meetings with production companies and trying to develop ideas and seeing what happens. But that would be like, I would really like to do that, make a show with those guys hopefully have it be something where we can cast a lot of funny friends yeah and then tour on that like have that be hopefully good enough that we can tour and do a live show where we all do stand up and then and then after that I think I'll just quit (laughs) that'll be it and then I'm done I just want to be I just want to be on TV once and I just want to make one TV show and then I'll be good. Then be done. I'll probably go to law school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was pursuing his dreams and everything, and then he just up and decided to go to law school. So. I did it. I did my dreams. <laughs> and I have a new one. I just checked one off the dream list. Yeah. Done. I'm done with that. Move on. Yeah. My first dream was to get fired. <laughs> The second dream is to be a, a, a great comedian that only does two things. <laughs> and then next I'm going to be a lawyer. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, what if there's a... That's a sitcom idea. A, a stand-up comedian who's like, he's accomplished enough and now he's going like, to like... I like the idea because no one is... Like, no I one's ever gone that so way funny. with it. No one's ever satisfied. No one's ever accomplished it. Yeah, yeah. No one's ever like, well, I did it. <laughs> no, it's always like... That's what retirement is supposed to be. Right. When people retire and then they just get fucking bored. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I swear, I swear <clears throat> I will not get bored. If I get to re- if I do get to retire, if I get to a point in my life where I don't have to work anymore, I will be the happiest person alive. I am not a hard worker. I am lazy. I don't like doing anything. Like, that, it's kind of like, it's kind of weird, because like, I almost tricked myself into working hard at comedy, because it's fun. Yeah. Like, I enjoy doing it, and It then doesn't feel like work sometimes. It does not yeah. feel like work. It's starting to, it is starting to feel more like work, and that's why I'm starting to be like, bah. Like, uh, but... I feel like it's the right type of work for me. I feel mm-hmm. like I can, I feel like I can, even, like last night I was in a bad mood. I did not want to do that show that I did. And I even kind of, I carried that energy on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, especially at the beginning, I was kind of like a dick, mm-hmm. but it worked its way out and it was fun. Yeah. And I think people had a good time. And so it's like, Okay, I mean, I guess maybe, like, because they're, like, you go to an office and you feel like shit, I just, like, the whole rest of my day is just fucked. Like, I'm not getting out of that hot, like, that slump or whatever, and yeah. then I want to, like, just sleep all day, and, like, I just, like, get drunk at the after, after work. It's just, like, bad energy with comedy. It's, like, basically, it's all a big party. It's, like, all college. Like, it's yeah. so weird. Like, everyone's, like, the same age of, like... 
26. Like, everyone kind of seems 25, 26. <laughs> Even if you're, like, 42, you kind of seem like you're 25. Yeah. And, like, yeah. everyone kind of doesn't have any money, but apparently has enough money to, like, drink every night. <laughs> you know, it's just, like, it's weird. But, but it's fun, and, like, L.A. especially, I think, is a good positive scene i'm sure yeah. there's bad pockets um here and there but for the most part it's just like i just like everybody here and like oh you can go to any i can go to any show and like i know people there and like yeah. people i like and people i get along with and there's always someone you haven't seen in a while there's always one thing and i think this just goes for la in general one of my friends is having a fucking birthday party every night <laughs> there's a birthday party i can go to every fucking night it's crazy it's oh, you know, no, the way that I took it was... <laughs> you were like, this one friend that I have, he's having a birthday party every, every fucking night. night. <laughs> it's like, let it go. Yeah, we know. <laughs> uh, that's, that's great. That's basically what it's like, though. Because yeah. every it's always the same thing. You go to a bar. And then also, it's funny, it's like... Like, uh, there was a while... I was dating someone for a minute. I, for, I forget exactly... But I, I remember telling someone, I was like, oh, I, um, I, yeah, I can't, I got, I got this birthday thing I got to. And they're like, are you cheating on me or something? I was like, what? And they're like, you keep having birthday things to go to. And I was like, I, I was like, I was like, here you go. I like opened up Facebook. I was like, bam, I've known this person for four years. Like, I have to go to their birthday. Like, bam, I, like, this was yesterday. Like, she's like, you changed it. You <laughs> changed it. But yeah, so it's like, so like, I mean, really, it's like, there's a fucking party. There's literally a party every night. Yeah. There's literally something to do every night, and I like to do shit. Like, yeah. especially if I like have a show, and especially if it goes well, it's like, well, I just got a shot of adrenaline at ten thirty p.m. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to go to sleep for six or seven hours. Yeah. I want to do something. Yeah. Like I and and then I have a bit about it, but I really do. I just think like daytime sucks. Basically, I think <laughs> anything that happens in the day sucks, and I think nighttime is just like the dopest fucking thing. Like like. It's so cool. That is so cool. Everything gets all dark and shit. Yeah. It's just yeah. so fucking cool. <laughs> it's like the sun put on sunglasses. And I was like, you guys chill. <laughs> just chill. And the moon's so cool. It's just so great. <laughs> um, so, what, uh, oh, what's your favorite part about doing stand-up? Um, I love writing jokes. Yeah? Yeah, that's probably my favorite part. Okay. Like, just writing something down that I think of that's, like, that I think is really stupid, mm-hmm. like, is my favorite thing. Because, like, I'll laugh. <laughs> if I think of something dumb enough, I'll laugh, and I'll yeah. be like, that's great. <laughs> and that's my favorite part about doing stand-up. It's like, writing it down. And see, and then, I guess connected to that, too, is, like, the, I do love the instant gratification aspect of, like, does this work? Yeah. Is it funny? Do people like it? Right in front of a crowd, they can tell you right there. Yeah, like that's really cool. Like, and then it's it's it is hokey to say, but I I making people laugh is a really cool feeling. Mm-hmm. And it really it, it makes you feel good because I know how important it is for me to laugh because when I'm laughing, nothing else is going through my brain. Yeah. It's like pure bliss. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. And then also. You kind of get off on the power of that. Like yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I can. Ma- I'm gonna make you laugh. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna make you fucking laugh. Um, and th- and I'm into that too. So like, so that I I would say like the writing and then like, and then like 
making making people laugh. Those are like, but definitely, I I love writing. Like yeah. I really do. Like that's why I started doing stand up. One reason I started doing stand up was because I did sketch in college. I was not considering it as a thing to do post college at all. I definitely considered it like a fun hobby thing. Yeah. And I thought I would like do a thing where I get a job and just have a job and a family and you know whatever. Yeah. And uh, that you know didn't really work out because I'm bad at jobs. But um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I I realized I was depressed out here, and I um, I was like, why do why am I so depressed? I mean. My job was not bad. It was really easy at yeah. the time, and I had a lot of free time and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel overworked, and it was. And then I realized it's because I missed doing performing. I was like, "Oh, that's weird," because I did not consider myself a performer or creative at all before college. And I was like, "Okay, well, I guess I should try to get back into doing that." But I didn't want to do like UCB stuff because I didn't want to spend a lot of money. It's so expensive. It's very expensive. <laughs> and, and also, I was like, I already did sketch, and I hated improv. I still kind of hate improv. Yeah. Uh, because I'm bad at it. Because I'm bad at it. Yeah, it's uh, really not, hard. Not, not because I just hate it, because I, I am not good at it. Improv when, done, improv when done well is fucking amazing. Oh, it's amazing, dude. I still remember going <sighs> to see... I did take UCB 101, mm-hmm. and my teacher is Alex Fernie, who now I think is like a segment producer or writer for I think maybe the John Oliver show but anyway he was in this group called Convoy and they were working together for like fucking years and they were they were so funny it was like insane and it actually was discouraging it was like they were so funny I was like I'll never because so much has to go right you have to be a really good improviser the people you work with have to be really good and you have to get along with them and that's kind of the thing I was so turned off of working with a group because The sketch group at college was like, at its height, like 13 people. It was just a mess Ugh. to deal with. And uh, I mean, it's super fun and good people, but like, it just was hard and none of us really knew what we were doing. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of like disorganized. But um, we, but so I knew I missed like performing and writing and stuff, but I didn't want to deal with other people. So I was like, stand up. Yeah, it's just you in the crowd. I looked through my notebooks where I would write like sketch ideas or like try to write out things that I had ideas for for um, for scenes or whatever. And every once in a while, I would write down a little line of thing, a dialogue thing that had no context, uh, that had like nothing attached to it. Yeah. And that's like kind of what I started with. I just went through and like found all those things, and I was like, and they were all kind of like, I had I had kind of always written short, weird, little, absurd jokes. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, well, maybe that'll work. And, you know, it took a while, but then, like, that's kind of, like, what got me into it. Yeah. It's like those weird... So it's like, I, that's why I've, I've always felt like more... I've always felt like more of a writer than yeah. a true, like, comedian. I think I'm a really... I think I'm a really funny writer. I think I can write really funny jokes. But it's only been recently that I'm like, oh, I'm a good comic, too. <laughs> Audiences like have fun when they watch me. Like I used to feel like I was just like, oh, it'd be better if they're just reading this. I just hand out. I was like, I go, I just spend ten minutes handing out, just like just read it. And um, yeah, if you think it's funny, cool. If not, I don't give a fuck. Take one pass. That's actually, I kind of want to do that as a bit. No, that's really funny. Just to print all your jokes and just go up and be like, hi, my name's Um, here are my jokes. Just like start handing them out. 
She's like, so, uh, yeah, I'll just be up here, just read through them, and, um... And laugh if you want. just laugh like, if you want if or you don't. don't. Like, <laughs> it's fine, and, um... Yeah, I've got, like, I think, like, seven minutes, so just spend the next seven minutes. <laughs> that's just, like... I like that, actually. I think I want to do that that's at some point. That's awesome! Because then you're, you're fucking with the system oh, a little bit again. Oh, you know what's fun, too, Dude. is while... Okay, I'm, like, working on the... I'm, like, writing this bit right now, so then... Mm-hmm. Um... It's like pure science. Maybe people will actually read it and laugh. Like I, yeah. I would hope that they would actually do that. <laughs> but I would just stand there and kind of watch everybody, and then I could even do like, oh, is that the light? Okay. <laughs> got like one minute. I gotta get out of here, guys. Like do like the whole like silence for the whole time. Like yeah. Oh man. <laughs> or maybe I should even. Well, that's funny. I'll think about that more. I like weird bits like that. Yeah. I like that stuff. And those are things you can really kind of only get away with in L.A. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. In New York, they'd be like, take that shit back to L.A. <laughs> well, I, I bet they would go for it in New York. It's just more mm-hmm. like, you can't do that at a club. Uh, yeah. But I like, I do like fucking with shit. I just think it's funny. Yeah. Experimental awesome. stuff is cool. <laughs> um, oh, when you were saying that you consider yourself more of a writer and you didn't know that you were could do stand-up until then uh i started when i moved out here i was like i'm gonna be a musician uh uh-huh. starving artist uh-huh. who cares and like i put out i self-released a cd like i um piano and guitar and or mostly just guitar like i didn't start back with piano till a couple years later but <clears throat> and i was like sweet man musician starving artist going down to for the open mics in san diego like every week and then i was like man this is getting expensive and then like i did the release and it was at a show at someone else's show and like they didn't show up to headline Uh um but so it was like my quote-unquote cd release show like i just had them there i made shirts and stuff like iron on and like sold actually sold some merch Uh, merch. yeah and then and then i was just like so some of the songs that I write, most of them, like, it, I'm being serious in the song, and then, like, it, it has to have, like, a little tiny thing to make someone giggle, or, like, uh-huh. yeah, and then I was like, I think I like making people laugh a lot more than just, like, playing songs and people going, Yay. yeah, 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 I hear you. <sighs> yeah, so then I started doing stand-up, and I was like, yeah, this, I love yeah. this. Yeah, it's, a, it's. It's a really easy, I mean, there's just like, there's so little overhead. <laughs> you just need a mic and a PA, like, it's just so easy. Yep. It's so simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? What do you, um, so women, you guys have got the season, the, what, what would you call it? Season one was like five sketches. I don't even know. Not I wouldn't season, call it a season. No. We're just like group one of the sketches that they we just like send them sketches and yeah. if they like them they put them out like I don't know if I'd even I don't know what I call it it's just just videos <laughs> just like new just like rounds of videos I guess I don't know and they ordered another set of them right they will right now we're like waiting to hear back like what they oh, want okay. but we submitted them the proposed budgets and that boring shit so we're just like waiting to see what they say cool yeah and you said that you're going on meetings and stuff to maybe 
Yeah, just trying to it, meet with peop- like production companies that uh, know us and like us and try to develop ideas and hopefully, you know, make something or sell something or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So when you make it, um, or like, okay, so I'm still like learning stuff about the industry and all uh, that. I am too. Yeah. For sure. Like I, th- this is like my first foray into all this shit. Yeah. So like, uh, so the production company that they take interest and then they're like, okay, so we could give you this and this budget. And then like you guys and the production company would try and like sell it to a channel yeah, or. It depends. Like <clears throat> it depends. Sometimes they want what's called a proof of concept. Mm-hmm. And that means basically like a video. Okay. Um, so like, like Broad City had a proof of concept because they had all those the web like, series, the yeah. web series, and it's very like you know just pick that up and put that into a show. Yeah. Um, and so, what some companies want to do is they'll throw you a little money to like they'll develop something with you and then they'll throw you some money to make something. Yeah. And then that will be like the proof of concept. Some companies don't need that. Or don't think that you need that for an idea. Yeah. It's idea specific. Some companies are like, like we met with one company that their whole model is proof of concept. Like they have a bunch of money and they meet with people they like. I just imagine them being like, hold on, we don't believe that you're actually here right now. We need proof of concept that you're actually here. We need proof of concept. <laughs> uh, we need proof of comedy. <laughs> uh, so so some people are like. Like they like will want to make stuff, and then and then the idea is is that. Like and then also like a production company might want to try to like, attach a really big, famous comedian to it as like, an actor in the pilot or, a, executive producer like yeah. Amy Poehler kind of did that for yeah. Broad City, yeah. um and Bob Odenkirk did that for the Birthday Boys, you know like, that's kind of the way it uh. That's kind of the way it goes, and there's all these different ways to like get in, to um, you know network executives to like sell things. But basically, we are just kind of going by whatever, like because we don't know whatever feels. Like, we don't right. know. We, yeah. We just like, we just like coming up with ideas and pushing <laughs> them, and like, you know, you can tell if you jive with people or if you don't. So yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. There have been a few meetings where, like, you know, we were like, okay, this isn't probably the right fit for either yeah. of us, and that's totally fine. And there's been some that's like, oh, man, this person's really smart. They really get us. Yeah. I think we really get them. We could do something together. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting because, you know, it's just fun to, like, I really, you know, like, with stand-up, I like the writing, even with women, like, my favorite part is the writing. I love coming out with shit. <laughs> that's my favorite part. It's, like, literally using your imagination like you did when you were a kid. Yeah. Like, Okay, it's going to be a show about um, a woman who uh, was a cowboy or, like, whatever. Like, you know, that's my imagination is very good. No, 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 that's but, a pretty good one. Keep going. It's called Woman Cowboy. Um, her concept is, well, if you ever seen a cowboy, just imagine being a girl. Um, and, uh, and But I really do. I like coming up with characters. I like coming up with their dynamics. I like coming up with, like, how the show will be formatted and presented. Like. Yeah. Because then what that also lets me do is now anytime I watch TV I'm doing homework, like I'm like, yeah. oh okay. So then I so I'm a little bit more critical when I watch something and I don't feel like a piece of shit if I just watch Netflix all day, <laughs> which I do a lot. Like I've been like I just finished House of Cards and I'm just about I'm gonna dive like 
full on into that unbreakable Kimmy Sch- Schmidt. Dude, show. I just watched saw the pilot last night. It was so I, fucking I've funny. I've seen a few episodes. I I, oh. I just I didn't realize how much I miss that Thirty Rock style yes. of comedy, where it's just like joke, 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 <laughs> super specific joke. What's super my weird doll furniture joke. being a Sometimes I'm just, like, not in the mood to watch, like, stand-up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to watch... Like, it reached a point where too many people had told me to watch too many... Con- you gotta watch yep. this new special. You gotta watch his new special. Yeah. And I watched, like... I don't want to say any names because I really mm-hmm. respect and love all these comics. Yeah. But I watched one, and I was just like, ah, this isn't hitting right now, and I don't want to not like it. Yeah. I want to like it. So, so you, like, like pause it, it, and then... I turned it off, and I was like, well, let me try this one. And I was like, no, I'm not feeling it. And I was like... Let me watch a 30 Rock episode I've seen seven times. Yeah. I'm laughing two minutes at it. Like, it just immediately makes me laugh. Like, I don't know, like, it, the the characters on the show, and like, and then you watch it and it's like, how the fuck did you get that joke past censors? Like, some of the jokes are really, like, dark or mean yeah, yeah. or borderline, whatever Super you want to say. Super dirty and like, yeah. Like, or, or racial yeah. or whatever you want to say, and like... <laughs> I just, I just live for that shit. I yeah. think it's so funny. That's exactly the type of show I want. Just like outrageous jokes. Yeah. Like outrageous characters, outrageous <laughs> jokes, and and like, oh man, that would be that. So that that's like probably the next comedy dream is like make just like a great show like Thirty Rock. Yeah. That's gonna be really easy. Absurd. I think probably the like, first show I make will be like will be exactly Thirty Rock. Would you call it Thirty One Rock? I'm just gonna re-release Thirty Rock. <laughs> I just saw the TV show, and then I'm gonna have a screening party for it, and we're just gonna watch Thirty Rock. And everyone's gonna fucking love it because Thirty Rock is hilarious. Oh my god! <laughs> Guys, I made a TV show. It's on Netflix. It's called Thirty Rock. Enjoy. <laughs> it's created by uh, me and Tina Fey. Yep. Yeah, um, I'm uncredited. Um, don't, yeah, I, don't said, worry about I that. said, Tina, this one's all you. <laughs> um, yeah. Tony got... Rock is, uh, she is a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. I just love that show. So yeah, I, I watched like a little bit of Kenny Schmidt and I was just like, it felt like going home. It yeah. just felt so oh, good. Oh man, it's so awesome. And she's great, Ellie Kemper, man. Yeah. She's fun. Amazing as she's the... She's really fun. <sighs> As the wide-eyed like girl who's like everything is new and awesome. For yeah, <laughs> I'm eating candy for dinner. <laughs> and I lo- like, and they did this a little bit with her on The Office, mm. but like making her dark too, because yeah. she's like in a bunker, you know, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like these weird things that come out of her mouth sometimes, and she's like all like pretty and cute. I, I just, oh man, I think she's so funny. That show's great. Carol Kane. I just love to see Carol Kane. <laughs> yeah, where, where she's like, or someone was like, I just gotta ask you. And she's like, yes, there was weird sex stuff in the bunker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. Um, that got me thinking about something else, and I forgot. 30 Rock. Um, yeah, sometimes it's fun to just, like, put on a show that you know is tried and true, and you're like, this is... I love it. And sometimes you'll catch stuff that you didn't catch 
the last five times. Oh, yeah, you catch something <laughs> new every time. I mean, that I still I've watched the entire season of Arrested Development, um, and then I even think I watched the Netflix one twice, but I watched the entire, like, the first three seasons so many times. <laughs> yeah. Like, every time I watch it, I'm like, I never noticed that, Jack. Like, oh, there's a, yeah, job. just, like, something real subtle in the it's corner. Like, how or like... do you, how do you write something that later? Mitch Hurwitz <laughs> must just be a fucking madman. Yeah. That guy must be, like, beautiful mind level when it comes to, like, writing comedy shit, because I don't know how you get all that. There are jokes that pay off. There are, like, <laughs> setups in the first episode that don't pay off until the second season. Yep. It's just so crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Like, he... You know what I like about that? That either means that he's, like, a true, like, genius that planned it all out at first, or he's, like, completely self-obsessed with his own shit. So he, like, watches all of it, and he's like, okay, we can do this with that. Which, either way, I it's think it's great. fucking yeah. genius. I think it's great. But it's just like... I'm just... I really am like, how did he do that? Because it's so funny and so layered. But yeah, like, I love that. I love watching stuff with Marty Singh because it's just like... Yeah. That was just funny. And then, like, The Office, I remember, like, um, just getting fatigued on it. I was just tired of it. I, it's not that I didn't like it or thought it was bad. Yeah. But literally, like, right after Jim and Pam got married, I was like, I can't watch this show anymore. <laughs> and then recently, I started watching it again. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad. It's so funny. Yeah. It's such a funny show. I just got, like, I just got burnt out on it. Yeah. So now it's like I have this whole new show to watch. It's great. You, so you have, time. like, four seasons that you need to... Yeah, I'm like, I think I just got to season eight. Yeah. So I think I've got, like, two left. And it's still a lot of fun. It's great. When people are like, Shh, after Michael left, it's not the same. No. It's, like, it's still really funny. It's still really good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those scenes, those episodes of him with Will Ferrell are so funny. Oh my gosh. But then Robert California Yeah. What's his name? Oh shit. James Spader. James Spader yeah. is one of the that characters <laughs> one of the finest characters I've ever seen. He's the most charismatic person ever. So funny. <laughs> Robert California yep. California is his last name. I love that. So funny. <laughs> Such a great weird name. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> Um, well, do you want, do you want to, this has been awesome. Yeah, I'm, you, I'm good. <laughs> this is great. This is, I, I kind of need this. It's like, I feel good. Yeah, same. Yeah. You're uh, a great laugher. Oh, uh, thanks, dude. Yeah, you're a great laugh. <laughs> this is fun. Uh, do you want to plug stuff? Plug, plug. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me think. Okay, so Women is going to be at South by Southwest nice. next week. Um, that's Mar- South by Southwest is... is next week? Yeah. Ooh. Well, wait. It's the 9th. Oh, wait. This is going to come out. Sorry. Uh, March 27th. Okay. So we're at um, South by Southwest last week. <laughs> oh, how'd it go? Great. <laughs> um, March 27th, April. I'm going to be in San Francisco headlining Doc's Lab, which is what the Purple Onion was on 420. That should be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, then in... May I'm gonna go I'm gonna do Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Nice. That's like May sixth through tenth maybe, and then they'll know Bridgetown Bridgetown dot com Bridgetown Comedy Festival Just look at Bridgetown Comedy. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I'm doing at the end of May Memorial Day weekend. I'm doing 
Crom Festival, which started in Omaha, but now they've expanded. It's going to be in Denver too, and I'm I'm going to Denver. Crom. Crom. C R C R O M. Okay. Yeah, it's really. If you're, if you live in Denver, or Omaha, and you listen to this podcast, and you don't go to Crom, you're you're just stupid. <laughs> you just suck. Someone just slumped in their chair. <laughs> Get tickets, put on the calendar. You know, tell all your friends. I'm, I'm not even joking. You should go. It's I went last year in Omaha, and it was so, so, so much fun. Really? Just really so much fun. Awesome. I bet there's tons of comedy fans in Omaha that are that were so glad when a festival started there. Dude, there's a great scene in Omaha, and Denver as well, Like yeah. obviously. But Omaha, Omaha's, Omaha's just a really great town. Yeah? I just loved it. I loved it. All the shows were good. Every single show was good. They had this huge rock venue that they used for the bigger shows, and they packed it out. And I don't know how they did it because nice. it's like, I mean, there were big names on the on the festival, but it wasn't. It was by no means like the most star-studded festival. It was just like grassroots. Like they did a great job putting it together yeah. and getting the word out, and people are just fucking excited about shit in Omaha, I guess. How many years has that been going? Do you know? I think this is like the third or fourth year. I okay. think they did, because I think when I went last year, it was, uh, I think it was the third one last year, actually. Okay. So I think this is the fourth. No, you know what? It says Crom 3D, so I'm thinking that maybe Crom, this is the this third is year. Third? Maybe that was the second year that I went. Okay. But um, it, it's going to be huge. They it's, just expanded it to Denver. They just expanded it, So yeah. this year it's going to be, there's going to have one in Denver and then one in Omaha? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it should be really fun. They're like, your comedy festival is getting a little too big. We're going to have to bring it to another city as well. Well, I okay. think what really was the guy, <laughs> Ian Douglas Terry is the guy that, kind of like the, the guy behind all of it. Mm-hmm. And he he's from Omaha, and he just moved to Denver. Oh, So okay. I think that he's like, just kind of expanding it because he, he can. Yeah. And there's enough... Uh, enough people in Omaha left to like... Exactly. Yeah. There's keep a it great, running there. They had this show called... Um, uh, okay party that Ian ran with some other guys and um, they it's a great fucking show and a great group of guys and so they so like yeah they're still doing it over there and, and then Ian's over in, in Denver it's, that's awesome yeah that's cool yeah and then yeah besides that women just watch women <laughs> watch all of our videos <laughs> watch my Conan set as much as you can yeah watch it over and over again tell all your friends <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, this has been awesome. Um, thanks for doing it. I, we should do another episode sometime because cool. this was great. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, and this has been uh, you and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp and Alan Shuckle Williams. Yep. Bye. Okay. <laughs>